Welcome to the Growing in Grace podcast, where you can listen in on some casual conversation about the good news of Jesus without all of the inconsistent religious double talk. If you've ever struggled with feelings of hopelessness, guilt, and despair, or wondered if you're really right with God, it's time to discover the true freedom that comes with the gospel of unlimited and overflowing grace. Hey, uh, thanks for tuning in. It's the Growing in Grace podcast, growingingrace.org. I'm Joel Breezaki. Lately, that other guy, Mike Capley, has been calling me Breezy a lot, but that's because that's one of my nicknames. <laughs> and, <laughs> and not to, not to be confused with Wheezy, like from the Jeffersons. Yeah, George and Wheezy. Oh, those bring back some memories. And uh, <laughs> Mike Kapler, not to be confused with, I don't know, Gabe Kaplan. Um, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> the sweat hog. Welcome teacher. back, Cotter. Yes. <laughs> See that that does go to show our uh, where we kind of come from. <laughs> we're we're not some ooh, uh, ooh, couple. Ooh ooh ooh. Warshak. <laughs> oh oh. <laughs> I'm Arnold Warshak. <laughs> a ba 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 barino. Oh brother. <laughs> a ba ba. Remember Barbarino. <laughs> Vina Barberino. Oh, John Travolta. Yes, that's right. You know, before Saturday Night Fever. Yeah, <laughs> and before Grease, which is where a lot of people were introduced to him. But Saturday Night Fever was even before that. Yeah. Yes. And yes. Um, Juan Epstein and Freddie Boom Boom Washington. The Sweat Hogs. Uh, yeah, you know, and that's a show I, I cannot really find reruns on with the streaming services and stuff. I... Not sure I've really looked for it, but some shows are just harder to, harder to find. I've got uh, amongst bunch, the different streaming apps. I've got a bunch of them on VHS, but will it work? I don't know. Will, uh, how's the quality? There was one uh, many many years ago. There was a marathon, a a, a welcome about Cotter marathon on TV, and I just taped all these six hour tapes <laughs> in a row. <laughs> got a whole bunch of them. I, I don't even use DVDs anymore. <laughs> I know. I know. Everything's just streamed. You know, never have to hit record on anything. But we digress. We digress so easily here, but that's okay. It's fun. Hey, you uh, you sent a comment via email to me recently from somebody who had, uh, I, I guess somebody had turned on a friend to our podcast. And their friend, a young man, uh, now kind of going through the whole grace transition, if you will, compared to uh, traditional churchianity. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway, this this young man asked the other one who was introducing the Growing in Grace podcast to him. He says, why don't they, why don't our pastors teach us right? That that's that was his his first th- maybe maybe one of the first things that came out of his mouth just based on what we're seeing here. It's a fairly short little comment. Um, why don't the pastors at the church teach us right? After he's hearing the truth of the gospel that we talk about here uh, on the podcast, and look, we we understand that many people can have different opinions on different things, but we're we're talking about some real deviations here between a gospel of works versus a gospel of grace that we've been talking about for all these years. And and this truth of the gospel apparently was beginning to resonate with this young man. And and, and it's a, 
an understandable reaction, Joel, when somebody starts hearing this and then it dawns on you. I, I can remember myself saying, why didn't I hear some of this before? It seems so obvious to me now. And I wonder if he's having one of those moments. Yeah, it's, po- it's possible. I mean, I, um, I look back at kind of my transition from a more legalistic-based you know, view of Christianity and, and living out of Christianity to, uh, you know, beginning to understand grace. And in my mind and, and what I was taught every week were, beha- it was behavior change. The church that I was a part of, I mean, every week it was something else that had to do with behavior change, practical application of of life in Christ, whatever you want to call it. But it was all about doing, doing, doing. And I never heard anything about what Christ did for me, um, about the complete and total forgiveness that I have, about how I'm a new creation. I think if that was ever brought up, it was, you're a new creation, so start living like it. So you'd better doggone live like it. It was more that type of thing. And it was very rarely, if ever, did I hear about my identity in Christ and who I, who Christ has solidly made me to be in him, uh, apart from anything that I ever do. It was all doing, doing, doing. And I think a lot of churches are like that. A lot of evangelical churches especially are probably like that. And a lot of mainstream, mainline churches. Um, and, and I think that the, the understanding that a lot of people have of Christianity is that it's a religion that teaches you how to live. And this new covenant is missed. The new identity that we have in Christ, apart from works, apart from what we do, is missed. And it's sad to me because such a majority of the New Testament epistles are identity-based. They're grace-based. Like, you take most of Romans, you know, Paul does in the later chapters of Romans, and in the middle, he does have some practical teaching you know, you're you're made a new creation. You're this way now. God has made given you a new identity. You know, don't let you know, don't let sin reign over you. That type of thing. And then toward the end of Romans, he's got some practical stuff. But the majority of it is solid identity based teaching. Yet the first half of Ephesians, solid identity and grace. And then he transitions kind of into okay, now therefore walk worthy of your calling. And he and then some practical teachings. Almost all of Galatians, and so all of these writings, there's so much to be said about the new covenant and our, and our new identity in Christ, apart from works, having nothing to do with what we ever do. And you go to any given church on any given week, and they're going to give you a three-point sermon, a five-point sermon, uh, a message on how to live, what you're supposed to do. And, and, and I think part of it anyway is that a lot of people, a lot of pastors, don't have this understanding of the New Covenant. They've been taught themselves, or somehow they see that Christianity is just, it's a doing thing. You're supposed to, it's a, you find out ways to live this thing out every week, and that's what it's about. So all the sermons, all the messages, all the Sunday school lessons, everything is about how to live, and people miss uh, the grace and the identity in Christ that we have. Yeah, so as you said, there's there's a lot of different religious brands out there, even within the, the Christian concept, um, whether it's the you know ecumenical, traditional, 
uh, and it just uh, usually we don't do this, but I'm, I'm going to try to in, in order to try to help people relate to this. I'm going to mention some of these brands. So, you know, you've got those like Catholic, Lutheran, Presbyterian, Methodist and so on. Uh, you got the evangelicals, uh, you know, E free Wesleyan, uh, Baptist assembly of God, uh, Pentecostal uh, vineyard, what, whatever it may be. There's lots of them out there. I mean, we're, we're talking thousands and we're naming just a few. And sometimes you, you might have, you know, within one particular brand, you might have 500 different versions of that brand, like Baptist, for example, mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot of different kinds of stuff. Uh, and, and, you know, then there are those who, who feel like we're a Bible believing church. <laughs> I, I would venture to guess that, that most of these religious brands that I, a few of which I just mentioned would, would also consider themselves a, a Bible believing church, but some think that they believe it better or more than other churches, right? Uh, so there's all these different perspectives. And and if you've been brought up from a particular persuasion that you think is based on, quote unquote, good theology or, quote unquote, sound doctrine, uh, that yours is more sounder, yours is, is, is better than some of the other brands. That's why people skip around, try and find a brand that they can relate to and, and that they can be a part of, that they can believe in. Um, and then we, we start, we start getting involved in just religion, uh, Mm -hmm. instead of the gospel, the gospel of grace, the gospel of grace inside of a new and better covenant than what was in place for the Israelites. We miss that. Uh, and, but if, if you are, you know, if you've been raised in a church brand that focuses a lot more on doing that, you can lose your salvation, that works must contribute to your eternity, uh, then you are going to start looking through the pages of the, of the Bible and you are going to begin to uh, extract from that mentality. You will begin to extract all these different Bible verses and chapters from that perspective, which may or may not have elements of truth in it. And so we come back to the question, why aren't churches or why aren't our pastors teaching us about this stuff that they're teaching when it comes to the new covenant of grace? Um, And I think this is something we're going to get into in in perhaps the weeks ahead. We'll fall upon some some subjects, some conversation matter, uh, and, and, and get more specific than what we're doing here during this program this week. But we're just kind of opening up the door here, laying a foundation on all the different perspectives and the different backgrounds, the different mentalities, the false assumptions that have people talking about things from Bible pulpits, teaching, uh, as you said, Joel, three and five point sermons, uh, because that's what they're taught. I've, I've seen people who have been to seminary and Bible school, and then they come to grace along the way, and they say they weren't taught hardly anything about the things that we've discussed all these years, Joel. And and so you have to ask the question, which we asked a couple of weeks ago on the, on the podcast, if you're not talking about the new covenant gospel of grace in your Bible teaching, then what are you talking about? It's not all just meant to be symbolic for some sort of a practical life application here in the 21st century. Yeah, right. And I, I tend to put myself in the shoes when I when I think about this in the shoes of a a pastor or a teacher who's got to prepare a lesson every week and he may not think anything of this but it just might be their mindset he or she it might be their mindset to just think all right I'm I'm going to pick a topic I got a topic that I'm going to talk about this week and now I'm going to go look for for bible verses on that topic maybe the topic this week is giving 
Maybe the topic is stewardship. Maybe the topic is um, how to be a better husband. Maybe the topic is submission, obedience, um, whatever. And so I'm going to go looking for verses that have to do with whatever topic. There are hundreds and thousands of topics that could be talked about uh, in, in any church on any given week. And so the mindset would be, I'm just going to go look for verses that have to do with this. And so you're, if you're going to look for something that has to do with a certain topic, you're not going to look at the first 10 chapters of Romans, the first 10 or 11 chapters of Romans. You're going to ignore all that good gospel talk that's in there. You're not going to look at the first three chapters of Ephesians. You're going to look at the last three chapters of Ephesians that are more about the practical living you know, this is who you are. Paul Paul will start out his epistles in a great deal of them with this is who you are in Christ. And he'll, he'll make a big deal out of that, apart from your works. And then he'll transition a little bit in some of the epistles onto what this looks like when it's lived out. You know, here's what it looks like when it's lived out. Um, but if you're looking, if you're only looking at um, how to live the Christian life or what you're supposed to do, doing verses, behavior change, practical application, you're going to miss the new covenant. You're going to miss the gospel. You're going to miss the gospel of grace, the, the grace of God. And so, yeah, we're going to be taking a look at some of these things. You know, why don't they teach us right? Why don't the pastors teach us right? We'll talk about some things that you don't hear in churches and why uh, in the weeks to come right here on Growing in Grace at growingingrace.org. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski, heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. Access past programs by visiting growingingrace.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.